Hey, welcome to the Daily Verse. My name is Luis Feliz and I am your host. What we do here is we look for practical wisdom with the Bible to guide us through life as ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven, living in a world that is in desperate need of direction. And today I'm excited because a different episode, I have a guest, a brother in Christ with whom I serve pretty regularly on our on my church. Uh, his name is Brian, and I'm going to hand it over to him so he can introduce himself before we get started with today's scripture. What's up, Brian? Thank you for being here, brother. Hey, good morning, Louis. You know, <laughs> thanks for having me, brother. Um, you know, as Lewis said, we serve together, our wives know each other, and um, he told me he had this amazing podcast, and I was like, yo, man, let me get on this. Let me see. <laughs> let me check it out. So I'm here, and I'm happy to be here. No, no, thank, thank you for coming. I know, you know, some people, you know, are not, you know, very comfortable around the camera and being an audio, and, well, you took the plunge, so I, I trust that God is going to guide us here in a good conversation and discuss this verse that... By the way, we had a third guest. I'm going to call him out. Jose, what's up? You're supposed to be here. And you gave us a verse and now you're not here. But it's okay. We love you anyway, bro. We're going to talk about your verse, but you're not here. So For sure. I know. Uh, so let's, 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 let's talk about this verse. So this was Jose's verse mm -hmm. that he found very valuable. And uh, Brian, if you don't mind, do you, want, you mind reading the whole thing? And then we'll just chat about it to see what, what, what nuggets do we gain from this in this conversation? For sure. Let's let's jump on in here. It's a I long know. one. So I know it's all thank you, Jose. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you take it away. I know, right? So this is uh coming from Isaiah chapter one. It's gonna start at verse 11 all the way to verse 20. So it says in starting at verse 11, to what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices to me, says the Lord. When you come to appear before me, who has required this from your hand to trample my courts? Bring no more futile sacrifices, incense and abomination to me. The new moons, the Sabbaths, and the calling of assemblies, I cannot endure iniquity and the sacred meetings. Your new moons and your appointed feasts, my soul hates. They are trouble to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil, learn to do good, seek justice, rebuke the oppressor, defend the fatherless, plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. It's a lot, man. That's a lot to chew on. Yeah, it's a lot. So, I mean, you know, but luck, lucky I came prepared. I, you came to the rescue because we want to. The, the, the goal is to to share with, with our listeners, hey, if, there's some gold here, you know, that can really help us. Uh, and you're going to, you're going to guide us. Tell us what's the goal that we found here in this, in this, in the scripture. All right, man, let's start. Uh, one thing I will say, so this Isaiah is, um, a prophet, right? So this is kind of during a time he, he was a prophet during the reign of a few, a few Kings, but one in particular Ahaz. Okay. Um, you know, wasn't the wasn't the best of 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 the kings that of over uh, Israel and Judah. You know, and so a little a little bit about him. Very corrupt. You know, 
like removed things out of God's temple, you know, mm. had one of his sons, uh, you know, sacrifice, you know, he had his son like walk in fire as a fa- sacrifice to uh, Moloch. So okay. that, that, that God that people serve. So you hear about like, you know, that owl looking God that, you know, the secret society people, that's the one they're talking about right there. Yeah. You know, so this is nothing new under the sun. I like to point that out. Nothing new under the sun. And then, um, you know, he destroying religious. Oh, he brought a lot of pagan, pagan uh, worship into the temple of God as well. So mm. just a little backdrop there. Um, but one thing, one thing's certain, God is not talking to Ahaz. He's talking to his people. Yeah. You know, so I always like to look at things from the perspective of, you know, now, like, how did this affect me today? Right. Yeah. You know, so while there could be a president or somebody in office, you know, what they do, right, you know, somewhat affects me, but God is speaking to his people. He's speaking to his church. And so in this, God is speaking directly to um, the Israelites, speaking to Judah. And so one thing that stood out to me um, immediately um, and we didn't even read this one. This kind of starts in, in verse 10, which we should have started in verse 10. But yeah, says, let's go. So it says, verse 10 says, Hear the it says, Hear the word of the Lord. You rulers of Sodom, give ear to the law of, of our God, you people of Gomorrah. So if we know there's a reference to Sodom and Gomorrah, right? So what do we know about Sodom and Gomorrah? Not right? a nice place. <laughs> Not a nice place, right? <laughs> Not Disney and, World. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that stood out to me there was you have back then God went to right this is Abraham God's having a, a conversation with Abraham about this place because his nephew was was there was living there and so God's like the angel like comes angel Lord comes and says I'm going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and like Abraham's having a conversation with the angel of God and it's like pleading with him, like, hey, if you find anybody in there who's just or righteous, you know, don't destroy it. And they have this conversation. You can go back and read it. And God doesn't find anybody within Sodom and Gomorrah that is righteous enough to save the place. Not even one. And that's yeah. crazy. Like yeah. out of a whole city, there's not one person in the whole city that's even righteous enough to save it. Yeah. So we all know what happens, at least to destruction. So that's one thing, also, you know, just just jumps out from yeah. you know from me um, when he's talking here. Um, but so you could really break these verses down that we wrote into like three sections. So you have Isaiah, Isaiah, you have ten through twenty, um, which is pretty much um, a complaint that God is making towards His people, right? God is making this strong rejection um, towards, you know, their religious practices. You know, you can see how he's talking about how they're doing these sacrifices to him. Um, and God's like, look, I don't delight in that because your heart's not right. You're doing it for all the wrong reasons. You're really doing it. Based, it's a tradition. You're, you're doing these things that are tradition. Right. So just hold there. We'll keep that in mind. Tradition. Right. Yeah. And then you can that now that was I'm sorry. Ten through 15. He's talking about that. God's rebuking them. Verse 16 through 17, God is making it um, very clear as to what they need to do to be righteous. His requirement for them to turn away from what they're doing. He lays it out really clearly, very simple, you know, there in verses 16 through 17, where he's like, learn to do good, seek justice, rebuke the oppressor, defend the fatherless, plead for the widow. Very clear. 
18 to 20 is one of the parts that I really love about this because I'm a dad. And, you know, every now and then for those who have kids, sometimes we have to sit down and we have to talk to our children, man. And we got to reason with them. And we have to, we talk to them, not because we want to tell them what to do, but through conversation, we want them to like get it for themselves. We want that light bulb to go off, right? Where as we're talking. Them, yeah. You want to teach them to learn how to think. Correct. So 18 through 20. God pretty much is sitting down with them like a meeting of the minds. And he's like, look, I'm willing to give you a second chance to avoid punishment. Right. Yeah. Like I could even see myself talking to my, my yeah. oldest son, Ethan. <laughs> um, however, if you don't do what I tell you, here are the consequences that are going to happen. And the consequences he speaks about in verse 20. So the three sections, God rebuking, God giving clear direction on how to turn away. God, you can see God's love for them, how he's like giving them a second chance. And then if you don't do what I say, here's the punishment. It's kind of be, it's laid out to you. Yeah. You know, I, I, like I said, this is about, this is the first time that I've read this, this passage. And so thank you, Jose, for, for bringing this, <laughs> this, uh, this passage to us. And to be honest, like that last portion that you just shared right now, 18, it, it, it makes me think of, you know, like practically, like how, how can we, you know, bring this to 2023? Because even like me reading this, I, like I said, I, I, I think like a four-year-old, I need to have things broken down so I can make sense of them. And listen, in life, there are consequences, mm. you know, there are consequences. And I think sometimes we forget, that God designed the world to work this way. And here, like I'm, I'm, I said, it's the first time reading this verse, you know, if you, on verse 19, if you will only obey me, you will have plenty to eat. But if you turn away and refuse to listen, you'll be devoured by the sword of your enemies. Like, that's a very clear explanation that, listen, if you don't do things right, like, you're going to suffer. And now mm -hmm. it's true that even though they're suffering in life, even though that, that sometimes we may not have uh, like asked for, you know, sometimes suffering does come in life. You know, we, I think we, we can admit that that is not the hey that we're suffering because we sin. That's not always the case. Uh, but most of the time, like we make some decisions that are not very smart and we have to experience the consequences. And I think sometimes this, this generation is growing up in a in, in an environment in which he's like no 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 you gotta save them from everything like no sometimes we gotta you know know that there is a fire if you put your hand on the fire you're gonna get burned and sometimes i know from my experience i'm i'm no saint i've had to learn by getting burned mm. it's not always how god wants wanted to be but i know i've had to learn the hard way it's better to gain wisdom than to learn the hard way but i know for me i've, I've, I've learned the hard way some some lessons in life but God's always warning us. And this is a very clear warning in this in this passage. It is. But you know the, the difference, I think, between you learning the hard way is is your heart. So it's it's one thing to have a heart, you know, after you know, have a, a heart after God or yeah, 100%. after Christ, right? Where it's um maybe pliable or maybe the this the, the ground is fertile, fertile, right? Yeah. Where seeds can be planted. 
But it's another thing to be in a situation like them where they're just going through the motions. And so I always remember back to that verse and it's, I don't even know exactly where it's at, where it talks about how when, you know, Jesus is going to say when we get to heaven, there will be a, a portion of the world, of the church, that Jesus is going to say, I didn't know you. you oh, did. yeah, I know that verse. It's a scary verse. That's a yeah. scary verse. You you did all these things in my name. You cast out demons. You did this. You did that. But at the end of the day, God, Jesus is going to say, I didn't know you. Yeah. So when you think about that, you know, I go to church and we go to a, we go to a pretty big church. And you see a lot of people who go there. And a lot of it for people is just ritual, rit ritualistic. Hey, I just go to church. I feel good. We sing. And then I leave. And then, you know, when I get home, it's back to being normal, right? Yeah. So it's a facade that people put on. That's a difference. It's a difference between just kind of going through the motions versus, you know, having a heart. And and you can even see when Jesus was here, that Jesus' main thing was he was dealing with the heart when he was talking to the Pharisees, Sadducees. They knew the Bible. They knew it really well. Yes. Yep. They knew it really well. They studied it. You know, they knew all the laws. They knew what to do, what not to do. But their heart wasn't right. Yeah. And 100%. if your heart's not right, I can't work with you. And that's kind of what, you know, Jesus is saying. I can't work with you because your heart's not right. So look at it from that standpoint, man, it's, it's just different. Um, and another thing, it, it just like, it says, if you are willing, right? So when I think about if you're willing, I put if you are ready and obedient, if you're willing to be compliant, if you're willing to submit to, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a choice we got to make. I was just going to say that. Yeah. That, that word right there, if you're willing, if you will, meaning that folks, like, you have a choice. Like We all have a choice. And there's nothing worth having in life that comes easy. This is rewarding. This, this leads to eternal life. And I think sometimes we, we're, we have been so conditioned to think that life is supposed to be easy. And I don't think nowhere did Jesus say life is going to be easy. No. It's going to be rewarding. We can find joy and peace in the midst of the storms. And we'll have eternal life. I, I you know, I like this. I like this verse. I'm, I'm going to probably read read a little bit more on this because this is if it seems all, almost as if Isaiah here is almost, almost like a, like foreseeing the sacrifice of Christ. That it reminds me of Jesus being crucified, saying like, "Lord, like forgive them for they don't know what they're doing." Mm -hmm. You know, like here are all the things that you've done, all of it. You worship me. You sacrifices. All that stuff is meaningless. And sometimes we do can fall in that that trap of just doing things, thinking that that we're going to get saved by our works or by doing things or by worshiping or by singing. But, yeah, like, like you mentioned, if, if your heart is not right, if you're not willing to let God mold your heart, man, we're, we're going to face the consequences, which they're real. <laughs> they're not. And if and, and if you have eyes to see and ears to hear in 2023, the consequences are almost like they seem like they're unfolding right now, right in front of our eyes. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I think so. Isaiah, obviously, the prophet, but he's bringing a, a divine message of judgment uh, for Israel and Judah. So, you know, for those who haven't read Isaiah, you could read on. And honestly, he he's saying, like, look, turn away right from what you're doing. Right. But they've reached a point where now there's going to be consequences. You know, and the consequences are like they're going to get invaded. You know, people are going to be by another uh, nation state and they're going to be, um, you know, taken apart. You know, people are going to be taken away and things like that. So that's coming. Yeah. 
But even in that, you still see God's love for his people. Yeah. And so there's something I wrote that I wanted to read, and I don't know where I got this from. Um, so don't ask me to find it. It's, <laughs> yeah. just, it's just something. It's from Brian. It's from Brian. Listen, I don't know if I want to take credit for this, but it's something I wrote down. It's something that's kind of stuck with me. And I put, just because God loves us, it doesn't make him morally lax. He cannot overlook, condone, or excuse sin as though it never happened. You know? So it's just yeah. like, God love. And I think oftentimes, you know, sometimes people get caught up in that and be like, man, like, I'm, I'm saved. I'm good. Like, I can go and do what I want. And that, no, you can't. Yeah. There are consequences, like you said, to our actions. You know, there are yeah. repercussions that come with the decisions that we make. And hopefully the decisions we choose to make are good ones. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, Jesus talks about how his yoke is easy. His yoke's light. You know, so one for one, we shouldn't be trying to tackle and take on the world as if, you know, we got to do it for ourselves. Because the funny thing is, everything the world teaches us is, is in direct opposition to what the Bible says and what 100%. Jesus is saying. 100% opposition. You can look at everything. The world now talks about truth. It talks about your truth. It talks about you do you. All that stuff, right? Which is speaking about, hey man, you do your truth. You go do you. You you know you strive hard. You do this. You do that. All that is 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 trying to is 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 exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve, Satan, right? Told uh, you know Eve about this tree of knowledge of good and evil, and he told her what eat off this tree, you'll be like God. You know, you'll have knowledge, right? So everything was leading them a, apart from God. So anything apart from God is, you know, will lead to idolatry and all those other things and leads to sin. And that's a whole nother topic, um, bro. Everything the world teaches us is in direct opposition to what God is saying. So if you find yourself trying to do all those things, you're you're going directly uh you know, down that path of sin that you don't want to be headed down. Yeah. And listen, and it's true today, right? And in, in our modern day society. Yeah, listen, and I'm going to read some of the things that, that Isaiah talks about. He said, uh, and I have the NLT translation. I think you had a different one, but mm -hmm. it, it kind of pretty much speaks the same thing. He says, I don't want your sacrifices, burnt offerings, offerings of rams or fat or fat cattle. Uh, bowls from lambs who come to worship, who asked uh, you to parade through my courts with all your ceremonies. Stop bringing me meaningless gifts. Now, it, this may look very different today, right? In, in this modern day, but we're still doing the same things. We, we bring things to God as if, oh, look at my car. Mm. Look at what I look at my success. Look at my college degrees. Look at my position mm -hmm. as a CEO. Look at my girlfriend. Look at my friends. Bringing things to God, like God's like, like what? What? Is, this is meaningless to me. You don't want and, that. Yeah, like bring to me, you know, it, bring to me what is it? Like, oh, you, you, you know. Well, let me not be careful with this. Yeah, your your goals and and divine aspirations they matter, but sometimes we position our goals and our dreams like way above God. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes we bring this thing like God, I want to do this, and you bring all these things to God, thinking that this is this is what really matters. And at the end of the day, God God wants us to really like align our will to his will yeah and you you know you hear it it says god says seek first the kingdom of god right seek him first seek his agenda seek, seek his kingdom not first seek those things and then try to bring them to me yeah because it's, it's the same thing you're talking about you know it's like 
car, the house, the, you know, the, the girl, the money, like all this stuff. Like God's not interested in that. It's not to say that you can't have that. Right. All right. Because I think a lot of times people think if I, if I seek Christ in his kingdom, like I'm going to be this poor person, yeah. you know, living on welfare. I'm not going to be, a, I'm not going to be living a happy life. I'm not. And that's completely wrong. Yeah. You know, it's not like that. Um, but God is asking you, God just wants you to be on the same page with him. He wants to use you for his work that he, because think about it. God doesn't need us to do things here on earth, right? God Facts. can do anything he wants. But in order for God uses people and he's done it throughout the Bible and he will continue to do it. God uses people to further his kingdom here on earth. You know, he yep. uses us. So if we can just align with what he wants us to do, you know, you know, um, other, other things will follow. And I don't know what those things look like. I'm not, you it's know, true. I'm not here to talk about that, but you're absolutely right. A lot of, a lot of people think like the Bible it's some old book written by a bunch of people and then doesn't really hold true for the day, but it's completely opposite. Like it's completely false. Everything yeah. you say could definitely be um, used in comparison to today's day and age. Yeah, no, it, 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 it is so true that it's scary in mm -hmm. a good way. Like, Oh, like, because it means that we have direction, you know, that we're giving some, some guidelines that can help us in navigating life in this complicated world. And, for sure. I, I I love the last the last part, but if you turn away and refuse to listen, you'll be devoured by the sword of your enemy. I the Lord have spoken. Mm. Now listen, if you are a parent, you understand. If you're a loving parent, hopefully you are. You know that you gotta give your children, you know, some consequences <laughs> to let them know. Listen, if you don't start acting right. Either you're not going to have this or you're not going to have that or you're not going this or you're not going there. And and usually they respond and sometimes they don't and they have to experience the consequence. Yeah, the hard way. Yeah, the correct. And even though they don't want to, but sometimes it's, in you know, it, it, we're falling, falling creatures and God is consistently working in, a, in us to kind of mold us into a holy nation. And being holy, you know, as, a, as you receive Christ, you're called to be holy. And it's not an easy journey, but I'm telling you that it is a rewarding journey because you start realizing so many things that are distracting you and pulling you away from the most ideal life we can experience in this world. And that requires some, some effort, some surrender, and some trusting an almighty and powerful God. A whole lot of, you know, trust for sure. And that's the, yeah. that's the biggest, I think that's the biggest thing that people struggle with is, is, is the trust aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, but I think once you can learn to trust in God, even if it's a little bit, so God will ask you to do things, right? And if you could just trust in what He says to do, along the way, you, you'll you're there's these little rewards and nuggets that you kind of pick up along the way, and then you you're able to see, man, God is real. Like God showed up for me in this situation, and it's in those moments that you learn to fall deep, you know, deeper in love with God. And then it's that's how you continue to build on your faith and continue to build on your trust in God. It's just one step at a time. Yeah. He calls you to do something. Listen, he shows up for you. And then it's like on to the next and it just continues to build on each other, you know, but the, the right there in, in 19, I know we went to 16 to 20, but it says, if you're willing and obedient, it says you shall eat the food of the, you shall eat the good of the land. So there's a reward and in following christ you know and god doesn't lie like 
You know, we all know that. So it's just, you know, learning to trust God, learning to just every day have that obedience to him. You will begin to discover God's infinite love that he has for you in your daily walk with him. Woo. There we go. I think that's a good way to close. I agree, I think, man. Too bad. I think so. uh, too bad Jose couldn't join us. Jose, you know, this is for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we learned. We learned something. We learned something today. I will, and, and I think this is going to hopefully inspire some folks to draw closer to God, to trust in his wisdom, to trust his word, and to know that, you know, there are consequences to rebelling against God that, you know, we're going to experience. You're going to feel them. You're going to feel them in real life. It's not, it's not a metaphor. Like, they're there. And there's some of them are unfolding right now. Mm. So... Again, hey, thank you for having me on, inviting me, giving me the opportunity to, to, to jump on here. And uh, we'll have to do some stuff in the future. Uh, and I just think, man, like, you know, regardless, if you, you can read this and, you know, I don't know, we probably talked more about the bad versus the good. But the one the one thing, if you can take anything or pull anything out of this, is that God is always, his heart is always there. Because even when he's talking about the, the things that he doesn't like and the consequences he has a moment there where he says, let's read them together. And it's in that moment you see that love that God has that even in the midst of our sin, he is still chasing after us. So if you're that, if you're out there and you're, you know, you're just in a bad place, man, God is there. God loves you. And God is, he wants you. He wants your heart. It's just, you just have to make a choice today to be willing to open up and give it to him. Boom. I don't want to add any, I don't want to add anything else. You know, I would say just uh, if thank you for listening, guys and gals. If you find this valuable, please consider subscribing and we'll see you in the next episode. God bless you and peace.